Yeah. I want to. I want to first. I want to first ask you about the trials, though. You, okay. Now, you know, you you started it a while ago, and now you're. It's like the second iteration now of the company. So what's that been like? Yeah. Yeah. No. So I think I think if you know. The best thing about better, you know, the best way of speaking about better products, better brands, better perceptions, or our mission is to kind of, as you said, start from the from the beginning. So, the trials initially twenty thirteen, um, twenty thirteen officially, twenty fourteen unofficially, I would say, because twenty fourteen is kind of when we really started doing things. Um, <clears throat> so, really, you know, you know, my background is in engineering, as you know, um, electrical and electronic engineering, and initially it was about um, trying to add value to the continent. And in my kind of thinking at that time, it was all around product development. Okay. So building stuff, essentially building hardware initially. Um, so, so, so a lot of our early stuff like Quip and Solace was, was, you know, was hardware. Um, and yeah, it was like, okay, well, we see all the stuff growing on the continent, you know, your, your typical M-Pesa, et cetera. What can we do to, to add value? Um, and so that was all we were at that point, right? And we were thinking that, you know, as engineers, our, our thoughts were, if you build it, they will come, right? You sit in, sit in your lab, um, build the, the widget, build the products, and then eventually, um, as soon as you finish your perfective maintenance, people are going to suddenly, you know, it's going to do its own press, it's going to do its own branding, it's going to do its own uh, uh, marketing, and all of a sudden, you know, people are going to hear about it and going to purchase it. And, you know, the, the honest truth is, <clears throat> at the beginning, we were building stuff for, for founders, getting some equity, and, you know, to be honest, really wasn't, I mean, un- unsurprisingly, you know, you can get equity in companies and not get a lot of cash. And, you know, it's not every company that turns into into like a, a unicorn, right? But it, but it really wasn't moving uh, very far um, or and kind of wasn't really moving very fast either. And, and then there were two particular things that happened. One was, one was uh, Made in Africa Foundation, the work we did there. Um, and the second thing I think, although it happened a lot later, we saw it a lot later was, was, was Quip and Quip on one side was very, very well designed. So when the founders came to us and spoke about building this, this, this kind of Apple toothbrush, we actually had, you know, some of the other guys who were there at the time, you know, guys I graduated with were like, we don't want to make an, we don't want to make this. This is, this is nonsense, right? Um, it's just a pretty toothbrush um etc and then the on the other side you had made africa foundation where we didn't even do like any 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 product development work right um we we essentially were brought in for for our thinking um because there was a there was a story they wanted to sell um in order to bring your acons your john legends etc to the continent right as well as quite a few uh, um um journalists etc so you know we thought nothing of those two gigs but those two gigs ended up really changing and and being like landmark or milestone gigs for us um even though there was not well i mean there was en- definitely engineering in quip but there really was no engineering in 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 um, main Africa foundation and in quip it, it was probably not as or definitely not as much as we had done in other things um yeah, yeah but also because i I think those I, I I joined much later on, and those two those two projects have always been for me emblematic of the 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 mission 
of um, the business in some ways. In one way, because very basically, Quip is a technological product, right? And and it's, it is an engineering feat. Um, what is that? I mean, it's a it's a, basically it's a, it's a fancy electric toothbrush, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a metal um, case, think, which was pretty, which is pretty yeah, tough to engineer the, stuff. In there. The description <laughs> is now electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers, you, mm-hmm. with features you need and none of the gimmicks you don't, starting at twenty five dollars, and that's an American based business, right? Which is now raised. Lots Oof, I think they've raised there. six fifty or sixty million to date. I think at least that's the last time I checked. So probably about 50, yeah. 60 million, yeah. So fifty sixty million dollars going into a kind of modern waterproof electric toothbrush mm. that um, presumably also does laundry. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> generic widget yeah generic Picks widget for the school etc okay but that but that was great right because like, that's an interesting one because it's like mm-hmm. wow okay american-based hardware product when hardly anyone was doing investing in hardware anymore um uh, but then really took a lot of technology technological chops and so then you guys created the guts basically for that is that right or you designed yeah the, yeah, yeah. No, no 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 so so the founder the founder um yeah. simon enever is you know him and bill may really good designers working for a, a quite a large new york firm at that time and essentially it's it's, it's like a lot of stuff we got at uh, that we saw at university. At university, you'd get the local art, co- the art local art college would say, "Hey, we need some engineers to to build the internals, you know, m- make our design fly, um, so to speak." And and that's pretty much what we did there. So we were working to that very much to their constraints um, in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then and then like and that that obviously encapsulates the hey, you know, we can build things, um, mm. you know, we're engineers and we can build things, whether they're hardware products or whether they're software products, we can build things. We've got the, we can do it at, at a sort of world-class level. So then you were like, okay, getting a little confidence now. Um, mm. But still, that's not an Africa-focused. That's um, true. And, brand, and, right? and, so, and, yeah. also, and also remember when you say about, look, to get the confidence, we, so we started that journey. Obviously, we jumped on and started that journey. We, we were building that in 2014. Um, early 2014, I think actually late 2013 up until, up until, cause it took about nine months up until, you know, whatever, nine months later. So call it like summer, summer 2014, if I remember, um, don't quote me, but we only, you know, that, that went to Indiegogo. It didn't really, um, get, get its allocation in Indiegogo. Um, and then the, the founders kind of moved on to, um, VC, um, and I think they got the same VCs that kind of invested in Dollar Shave Club. If you, you know, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, great, really great kind adverts. of a great adverts. Exactly. Yeah. You shave for a dollar for instance. So, so they got this, I think some VC funded in there and we didn't really hear about them until all of a sudden in 2016. So this is a, you know, a full two years later, they, you know, it was down that there was one of the 25 best inventions are called, you know, obviously by in, in time magazine's opinion, um, uh, next to quite a few other things. So, so it's not like we just, you know, for us as engineers, it was like, okay, we've, we've fine. We've, we've, you know, helped out to build this thing. Um, it's almost like thrown it into the ether because you don't know if people are going to raise and those guys were in the U S and you don't hear anything. Then all of a sudden it's like, boom. So the 2016, that was, if if there was any kind of validation, that that's probably where you get a little bit of validation. But but and obviously, mm-hmm. look, let, let's be very clear. These guys have you know since then, um, you know, between 
whenever 20, late 2014, 2016, obviously they, you know, they got some recent funds, got a, got a, um, a proper hardware team in house, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, you know, moved it on. So, so we can't say that, you know, we built every single thing from, from there to there. We, we definitely built the, the prototype and, and the initial stuff and helped them, helped them with right. the initial pitches. But, it's um, amazing because yeah. since then they've, they've, um, I'm looking at a, just an article in TechCrunch, and as of 2018, they had they had um, reached a big milestone, which is with their one millionth brusher, okay, or one millionth customer. <laughs> Subscri- yeah, exactly. Which is what subscriber is, as well, because they've got a subscription base, right? All right. So what's that? An average of 32 million teeth, I suppose. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the average adult male. But then they'd also raised, so they raised 10 million dollars from Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, yeah. And then they raised a further forty million dollars um, in twenty eighteen, and an equity that deal led two by two like, tranches, right? I think two tranches. I think so. Yeah. So like yeah. I mean, so they've, it's real. It's real money, and, and it's yeah. probably one of the lead, the leading electronic toothbrush manufacturers now in, in the world. And you well, guys, I think. I think I think at the prototype phase, right? Is that yeah? Fair? yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I think yeah. So we were definitely there at a prototype phase, and we and you know we were, I still remember rushing stuff, getting stuff out to FedEx to, to you know to, to kind of get the certain toothbrush parts and electronics over to to those guys before a pitch they had. Um, um, so yeah, but but I think in terms of the leading toothbrush um, or one of the leading toothbrush makers in the world, I don't know. Obviously, I haven't been following them too much but i would say that they're very they're definitely one of the most exciting um and you know if you want to use those words the millennial oriented and kind of jazzy because essentially when they first came you know their issue was which is a fair point all electronic toothbrush pretty much look the same and you you probably much know what they look like you know really big handle um Mm -hmm. you can exchangeable heads um and you can't remove the you can't remove the the battery as soon as it's finished it's done and 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 you kind of get rid of it right um yeah so they're definitely very they're definitely different yeah that's awesome okay cool so so then you've built this you've, you've you've helped to build this prototype of this really new age um, electronic toothbrush, which has raised money from celebrities like Demi Lovato and some high, hardcore Silicon Valley cetera, people. And you had moved on; they had moved on yeah. at that point. So you guys moved on too, right? You did your own thing. So, yeah, so yeah. You, and, yeah, and 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 I think, and I think if you so 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 just as you were saying before, like you've got one half where it's like a it's a product that was jazzy. And then afterwards, you've got another another side, which is made with Made in Africa Foundation, which is a non-product, essentially a narrative that had more jazz. And essentially, on both sides, you had you had one company kind of founders who could design, and you had you know another kind of group of people behind Made in Africa Foundation who could tell a story. Um, and those were the two things that actually had legs. But again, the design, the build around there actually wasn't that, you know, I mean, again, it is very special and I'm sure it's got far more special in, uh, with, um, with Quip. But I mean, in terms of the time we invested and like, let's say the, the, the kind of intellectual property put in, it was, you know, definitely not near some of the early stuff we'd done when we'd really literally cracked up maths equations and started, you know, again, for fun, because we were engineering students and we had lots of time in our 20s to, to do that. But um, yeah, I think, you know, that's, that, those were the two things that really led us to believe that we, we can't, so two things. One, it's, you can't just build a product in a vacuum 
build it to quote unquote perfection, which doesn't exist, and then expect it to sell. And two, more importantly, um, you can sell, and this might sound obvious to people, you can sell nothing. Right, because essentially, Made Africa Foundation. I mean, I'm not saying it's nothing, but essentially, it was a story, right? And to an engineer, that's nothing at the time. Yeah, Yeah, at the time, physical. There was nothing that existed in three dimensions to sell. It was a so so exactly because Made in Africa Foundation. um, It's a nonprofit. It's it's the principles or founders are include Oswald Boateng, the London-based Ghanaian. Um, Samuel yeah, Taylor, like globally renowned designer and 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 clothier, yeah. if I may say. Um, okay. And and um, and then uh, his 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 business partners. But the the brief was effectively made in Africa Foundation is this um, Africa focused uh, NGO, and the brief was to to work with Africa Fifty, which is this now uh, hundreds of millions of dollar fund infrastructure fund to raise to raise attention yeah, by FDB and to raise yeah. to create a a compelling narrative and generate mm. some excitement and enthusiasm from a very specific crowd to to is that how you describe the brief what was the, the yeah. what was the what was the first what were the first conversations like in terms of that because I find it really interesting that people in our region I mean you know our African region it mm. typically I'd say in the mainstream commerce world mm. there's a reluctance to embrace professional services in general and value them I would say yeah uh, so I think if you get a lawyer you always think they're going to rip you up if you're trying to get it in a car you know what I mean like you just like mm. what are you really doing for me anyway so that's I think in general amongst like a certain old school kind of commercial class let alone when those professional services are deemed to be from like the creative sector right yeah so so there's a there's a tendency to to vastly dumb down what goes into creating a compelling story or narrative or visual identity around something it's basically just like my cousin can build a website and a logo mm. what's the big deal you know so 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 <laughs> exactly. it's, it, you know but clearly when you're operating i mean you it was one thing that was lucky because oswald is obviously at the top of global creative industries anyway right yeah uh, and he cares very deeply obviously about um you know, creating a high spec, high quality experience that he's going to be associated with. And so I feel like you didn't have to then, then go and convince him about why it was worth investing in a narrative stuff, but, or, or, or maybe I'm, maybe I'm being Well, no, 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 Actually, yeah. the, see, see, the thing is, I mean, I, I wish at that point, right. I wish I could say we had got narratives and it was, you know, us going in and trying to say, this is really important. The honest truth is we learned about narratives, right? Or if I speak for myself, I learned about narratives or say design first and narratives from those two engagements, right? Because essentially Oswald and his team, um, they are very, very good at brand, very, very good at, at storytelling. Right. And essentially what we were there to do is we were there to put some some meat behind the story. Right. What story can we can we tell and what meat can we put behind, you know, given the data, what story can be told to bring, you know, um, a lot of 
uh, uh, um, kind of US and UK based celebrities, fashion designers, um, journalists, etc., to Marrakesh, right, or to Morocco, and and that was you know let's just be very clear that that was something right you know to bring people not to do a, an event in New York or to do an event in London to bring people to the continent, right? So so actually in our minds, if it was left to us, we would say, well, you can't. At that point, as engineers, we would say you can't. You you have to build something. You have to do something. You have to do something tangible at least, right, to do it. But it's what can we sell? What story can we tell to raise the cash to bring those people, which which is what happened, and then really try to you know help essentially excite people about AFDB. So to be completely honest with you, um, it definitely wasn't us selling it to them. It was actually, we'd built a relationship with with the team and uh, they thought that as, again, as very technical, very engineering-minded, engineering-focused kind of, I want to touch it, guys. Can you add your 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 predilection for 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 something tangible to to our disposition for something intangible uh, and and create something powerful if that makes sense and and in the yeah. end you had you had a lot of high flyers from the states um like the great and the good from sort of um music fashion yeah. design you had a lot of high profile high profile bankers and um, and, and that's through. what showed us the, the john legend was came would john legend come Akon? john legend mostef so yes Most Bay, i think was involved. Akon, um what's it used to endure yeah. um isaiah washington was around the greatest anatomy guy um there was oh, yeah quite a few people you know, wow. names I'll say, names I wouldn't say. And then you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and then you had this big gala in um, in in Marrakesh, and a, a whole program around um, drawing attention to and and getting support behind this soon to be billion dollar infra- infrastructure mm. fund, uh, as well yeah. as the 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 Made in Africa. NGO programs and and mission basically yeah 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 but you know that's the thing that made us say wow like essentially we were we, we, you know I remember myself I was standing in the middle there and and okay look I, I'm not someone to get starstruck because I, and I wasn't what I was struck by was the fact that all of all of this could happen based on a on a story right a and yes it's st- exactly on a narrative on a story that yeah we feel passionate about but actually that all of this can happen around that and. And that, and that was pretty powerful. That 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 was a that was a mind shifting thing for me. Um, yeah.